now, The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Hi there, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Whole Home Show. I'm Tony Joe. I'm your host here. Every week, we bring you tips, education, and updates on home-related matters. Whether you are thinking of buying or selling in the real estate market, or if you're not, and you're just looking for decorating or improvement ideas around your home, this is a great place to be. Our show comes to you every week with the support of our show partners, Denise Webster, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group, J.P. Sellers, insurance advisor at Westland Insurance, the Sitka Law Group for your real estate, wills and estates, corporate and personal injury needs, and Silhouette Home Inspections with Pierre Beauvais. If you need help around your home or with direction in your real estate transaction, give any of the whole home show team members a call. They would love to hear from you. It's been my pleasure here being your host here every week. I've been selling real estate here in my home. I'm born and raised here. I've never left here, Greater Victoria. I've been selling since 1991. Handled hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of transactions in our fair city, ranging from first-time purchases to move-ups, investment buyers, relocations to and from Victoria from all parts of the country. You name it, I've probably seen it. And I'm proud to be ranked as one of the top producing REMAX agents in Western Canada. Be happy to chat with you as well, too. If you want to talk about the market, uh, where you're going in your real estate needs, just give me a call. You can find my contact information and the rest of the whole Home Shoot Show team members by visiting cfax1070.com. Uh, look under shows where you'll find us, the whole home show with me, Tony Joe. All of our contact information is there. Uh, just reach out to any of us, or you can always just Google me, uh, find me online, the prime team, uh, the prime real estate team in Victoria, primeteam.ca. I love hearing from our loyal listeners every single week. Uh, happy to chat with you. Our guest this week, by the way, is going to be our show partner and uh, supporter, Pierre Beauvais with Silhouette Home Inspections. Uh, he, of course, the weather changes, seasons change. And one of the things we're talking about today is moisture, the danger of moisture around your home, your condo, wherever it is you live. And maybe talking about some preventative measures, things you can do to reduce water damage. Because, of course, you don't want that insurance claim. You don't want to have to call JP at Westland Insurance with a flood or any other matter. So we'll be talking about that today with Pierre. Um, if you have something that you'd like us to cover on our program, just let me know. Reach out to me. Uh, we always are we're always looking for content we want to answer your questions uh, areas of concern things that are in your mind right now regarding your home not just if you're thinking of buying or selling but just as an as a homeowner and today there are a number of things that we are going to cover you know whether you're listening to this program the week that we recorded it right now or a couple years down the road uh, these are things that you might find very handy there have been some regulatory changes out there uh at all different levels of government, including organized real estate. I want to give you a quick little overview right now. I wrote a blog that we have on our website, primeteam.ca, that covers all of these things because there are effects on home buyers, home sellers, or even people who just live in a home that don't have any plan to buy or sell. Uh, there are things. So the first one I want to bring up, folks. We're going to be chatting about this one with Gurpreet from the Sitka Law Group in the coming days here. But it is from the government of Canada. It is the federal ban on foreign buyer purchases. 
So as of January the 1st, 2023, foreign entities are not able to purchase properties in Canada. Of course, the whole idea here is they, um, the government is trying to say, hey, foreigners bought properties and drove prices up. We don't all, by the way, necessarily agree with that. Uh, when you think about it, during COVID, when the borders were closed, uh, there wasn't a lot of foreign buyers or foreign purchases, yet the property prices still ran away. It was a little crazy. Um, so for two years, no foreign buyer purchases. There are some exemptions, exemptions including uh, permanent residents, international students, and foreign workers, as long as they've lived in Canada for a number of years and intend to become permanent residents. Students can also purchase uh, uh, foreign students, but they must reside in Canada for 244 days every year for the past five years, and they cannot spend more than $500,000 on their purchase. So this is a really interesting one. You want to point out, and I mentioned this on my blog, that New Zealand implemented a ban back in 2018 because, you know, they felt that their market was being influenced by foreign buyers. Uh, the ban caused their foreign buyership to drop from 2.8% of all sales to 0.4%. So it did cause a reduction there. However, guys, when you think about it, 2.8% is not a big amount of the purchases in any country anyways. And our numbers here probably about the same but you know the other thing too is even after they implemented that in 2018 prices still continue to rise so it didn't help runaway prices and the same thing is likely going to be happening here as well i think that you know we may find an effect perhaps on the high-end marketplace because we know that a few of the very pricey properties here in victoria have been purchased by uh non-canadians uh offshore buyers that might have an effect um, but it's not going to affect the overall scheme of the marketplace as far as, you know, the busy segments, the market segment uh, of affordable homes, what we call affordable homes. Anyways, million dollars. Imagine that. Right. Uh, OK. Foreign buyer ban. Uh, the next one is coming soon listings. This is the Canadian Real Estate Association. Uh, they, of course, administer what you know as Realtor.ca. It's the consumer facing website where millions of people visit every month to have a look at real estate related items. Yeah, that's implemented by the Canadian Real Estate Association using the data from all of the 73, I think it is, member real estate boards in Canada. Uh, they have the power, of course, to impose rules on realtors. And one of the things that has been happening, particularly in Ontario, is agents do this coming soon thing. They put it on their for sale signs. This listing is coming soon. The intent, of course, is they're hoping to find a buyer uh, and make a sale outside of the marketplace on an exclusive fashion. And uh, this is kind of frowned upon because what it doesn't cover is the representation and uh, who's looking after the buyer there is the question. So the seller and the seller's agent is making a sale. The buyer is not calling their own agent for representation and is going into a transaction um, oftentimes without knowing things like true market value, whether or not it's the right property and a number of other items for due diligence. That's not an issue here, by the way, folks, because as of 2018, dual agency, limited dual agency was banned here in British Columbia anyways. So there's really no upside to coming soon listings here in British Columbia. The other thing, too, is we find a lot of sellers want market time. They want to go on an MLS for a while just to make sure they're getting maximum dollars. So that one there, we're not going to see a lot of direct effect of. Uh, the 
British Columbia, province of British Columbia, has expanded the BC speculation and vacancy tax. It was in five uh, jurisdictions before. Uh, it was launched in 2020. They're adding now um, Squamish, Lions Bay, Couch and Valley, and Ladysmith. So this is that thing where if you are not living in your home or using it for um, at least six months out of the year, you will be imposed a tax, a speculation of vacancy tax of 0.5% of the assessed value if you're Canadian. And if you're not, it's 2% for foreign owned properties. Um, what kind of effect has that had? Well, you know, they said that in 2020, 2021, 26,000 homes moved from being vacant to being either occupied or rented. Guys, 26,000 homes uh, of the 2 million in British Columbia, not a really big number. Again, not going to have a big effect here uh, for us. We talked recently about the BC Housing Supply Act, and that's the province of British Columbia. They've made changes on rules for stratas, no more rental restrictions, no more age restrictions other than those 55 and over. Uh, and the other thing is a um, set of targets for housing for municipalities. That's probably the biggest one. Hopefully that means we'll get more uh, inventory out there in the marketplace. And the last one, uh, actually two, really quickly before our break here, home buyer rescission period. Buyers now have three days to change their mind. That is the province of British Columbia. And the other one is the federal anti-flipping tax, which is the government of Canada and Canada Revenue Agency. Basically what this means is if you sell your house 12 months after you buy it, you could be imposed a capital gains tax, which ends up being 100% business income. All of these nifty things have happened recently, uh, but that's the reason why we're here. We're here to keep you up to date with all of the things that are happening. We need to take our first break right now. When we come back, we'll be chatting with Pierre Beauvais about moisture. Back in just a moment. You're listening to The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. Always great having our guest today back, uh, I was going to say in the studio, but it's been a few years since we've been in the studio. It's amazing technology nowadays. We do this all uh, virtually, and um, I do miss going back to the studio. That was always lots and lots of fun. But one of our show, show partners and sponsors, of course, is... Pierre Beauvais, he's with Silhouette Home Inspections, and every time he's here, not only do I learn things, I'm sure you do as well too, your house is such an important place, and it is too easy for us to let things go without knowing, causing damage, and of course, uh, it's not good because you could be looking at additional cost to fix, let alone when it comes time to resell, you'd be amazed, you know, how many times uh, people who have maintained their home as well and dealt with all the issues do better, it's a fact, they do better in the open market than somebody who has not, so uh, always great having Pierre here. Pierre, how are you? I'm great, Tony. Thanks again for having me over. Oh, always, always. Um, you know, moisture is something that I guess uh, people sometimes kind of don't pay much attention to. And I, I want to bring this up in a context here. Uh, in a house just a little while ago, uh, slab, you know, not on a crawl space, but on a slab, weather changed, you know, seasons changed and all that kind of stuff. Okay. Cl client walks in and the first thing they noticed was smells kind of musty. Mm-hmm. Right. But it was also colder. Right. So there is no question there's a sort of uh, uh, extra 
humidity in the air, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's talk about this because these are obviously, I mean, uh, JP, our insurance guy, he will say water is not good in a property. That's insurance uh, people's nightmare, right? That, that's right. Yeah. Water and, is, a, is a home's worst enemy. A home's worst enemy. But we're kind of talking about this here too because moisture yeah. is, well, it's a problem. It can be a problem. It definitely can be. And, and too, too much moisture is a problem. And of course, um, not enough moisture in, in, a, in the air can also be a, a problem for, for us. So we'll okay. talk a little bit about that. Um, but go back to your uh, example when you were in yep. that home. So yep. it was a slab. Was it a, like a, a basement that you were in or is it a No, a, a uh, level, level entry with okay. uh, bedrooms upstairs, right? Very uh -huh. common configuration, right? Yeah. Um, but it was cold. I think the owner probably pretty well lived upstairs. So it felt like the heat was kind of off in the lower floor. Oh, that was my next question. Was the heat, uh, uh, was there adequate heat? Because no. that's, no, yeah, that is an important thing. And especially, um, noticing a lot too. I mean, the cost of energy is going up. So a lot of people are conscious of, uh, of that and, and maybe throwing on an extra sweater or two and, and not maybe using, uh, very much heat in areas they're not using of the house. So that can definitely be, um, can be a, can be an invitation to moisture and also um you know perhaps even uh, organic growth uh, uh, such as mold so yeah. um yeah no it's um heat definitely but so we've talked about i remember last episode we were talking about um you know ventilation moisture uh we always kind of talk a bit about, about the exterior Mm -hmm. uh, we've, we've talked a little bit about crawl spaces, how important they have to be ventilated well we, um, we talked about gutters last time and uh, uh storm drains and stuff like that yeah, oh, yeah exactly now i recall yeah and yeah. and so and, and that can really play uh, havoc into crawl spaces yeah. um and as well attics um how important attic ventilation is um but we really haven't really talked about and this is what i wanted to uh, chat a little bit and give a little insight to our listeners today uh is inside your home and so whether or not you have you know nobody really knows uh or or you know humidity if the if the levels are right where they should be, um, and so one thing one one thing to look out for obviously is if you have um, condensation on your windows, and we're talking about constant like um, not not condensation that that may appear a little bit in the morning and disappear throughout the day, or condensation on the mirror when you're having a shower in the bathroom, but more condensation that um, that doesn't seem to go away uh, and just is there. And you may not think anything of it, but that's an indication that the moisture um, in your home is is too high. And so there are definitely ways um, that you want to control that moisture. So, um, so two things here up here, because with windows, of course, we, you know, with the aluminum or metal frames, it's common to see the sweating, right? But you're, what you're talking about is actually on the glass, right? Like the fogging um, of the glass? The, well, no, not even the fog. So the fog, there's actually, so condensation can be in between the panes. Okay. So if you've, if you've got the double glazed thermal windows, yeah. uh, we're, and we're not talking about that type of fogging. Or That's kind of cosmetic, yeah. Uh, it, it's a, well, it, it is uh, in the beginning, yeah. It's definitely, it's showing a failure of the, of the seals. But no, we're talking about like actual droplets of water. Yeah. So, okay. and, and so, and, and so air... It has a relative humidity and that's just the amount of um, moisture as a gas as a vapor that can be in the air before it condenses um, on a cold surface like glass so what you want to do is you want to have make sure that your humidity in your house is at a level that um, between 30 and 50 percent 
And, and you kind of look at me like, well, how do I know if it's between 30 and 50%? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and of course, uh, I would say, well, um, it would be nice to have a, a meter, right? That could tell you that. Uh, some homes actually have uh, humidistats, usually located in the hallway. And so what they'll, you would set that at, say, 50%, and it would use the bathroom exhaust fan as your primary um, as your primary exhaust fan to help flush that moist air out. Um, you would also likely notice uh, in that same vintage house, and we're talking kind of, uh, you know, 90s, early 2000 home with the humidistat. Uh, you would also see some passive or static vents, maybe in a closet uh, or in a bedroom or something like that. So that's going to be uh, intake there and allow that air to come in as, as fresh air, because we know that the cooler air actually has less moisture, holds less moisture than warmer air. So you want to bring in that cool air and and flush it out through a either uh, exhaust fan or even some homes now, newer homes, which is uh, a, little, a little step up, in my opinion, is a lot of them have HRVs. So mm -hmm. a, heat a heat recovery, or sometimes they're referred to HRV or ERV. They're, they're the same thing. Uh, an, an ERV is an energy recovery ventilation, and uh, HRV is heat recovery. Uh, ventilation. Um, where we're, where we are in Victoria, we're going to probably be talking more HRV, okay. and so that's going to flush that, help flush that air uh, out, and and instead of pulling in that cold air, you're actually uh, through a heat exchanger, you're going to be heating that fresh air coming in. That's going to be drier air, which is going to help keep your humidity levels down in your home. Got it. Okay. So a couple things. The mm -hmm. uh, And this is a question that people often have when they're in their house. And it's like, hey, how come the bathroom fan is on? I didn't turn it on. Right. Yeah. And, you, and you're talking about that's the humidistat, right? That's so, the humidistat. That's the one that's in the hallway. Uh, and that's the one that's wired in parallel, yeah. which means that the the humidistat will actually can override the, the switch. Yeah. Um, keep, keep in mind, too, and we see this a lot, is that bathroom exhaust fan is getting worked a lot more than... Um, say a secondary uh, exhaust fan in a, in a powder room or or in a different uh, part of the house. So a lot of times those fans get quite dirty because they're working, they're on a lot more often. Yeah. Um, sometimes they just right out fail and they're not working. And we've come across homes lots, uh, many times where that fan is just inoperative and, and simply because the motor's just seized. Yeah. Well, it's doing its, it's job. It's time. It's done yeah. its time, yeah. Yeah, it's something that needs to be something that needs to be replaced. But uh, yeah, no, it's it's interesting because because again, that's that kind of mystery. Well, what's that for? Well, it's doing its job. It's taking yeah. uh, moisture out of the air and and controlling the uh, the, the the air quality. Exactly, and you and and a good setting is about 60 percent, right? So um, because if you're if you're gonna if you're gonna get your uh, your air down too dry, like if you have say if you're burning a wood stove uh, or electric heat you can really get the air down like lower than 30%. And, and that can cause it, you know, that can cause dry skin, chapped lips. Um, it can cause static electricity. Uh, you know, those shocks that you get too. Yeah. That's from dry, dry air. Um, I know some people do get uh, bleeding noses from dry air. So that's why I always see people with those wood stoves. They have that little kettle that boils off to help add moisture to the air. Um, but where, where you start seeing condensation on windows, you're going to be more up to the 80, uh, you know, 70, 80% of, of humidity in the home. And so that um, can be 
comfortable sometimes uh, when it gets that high, but it's also going to be really comfortable for uh, perhaps mold growth. So, okay, well, hold uh, that thought because we, we got to take our break here. You got me thinking about that kettle on the wood stove thing. I, I, I sort of wondered about that too. Anyways, like I always say, I learn things here every day. Uh, we're having a chat with Pierre Beauvais. Uh, seems like our focus is on moisture, which is important. We'll be back in just a moment. Now, The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. Our show comes to you every week with the support of our show partners, Denise Webster, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group, J.P. Sellers, insurance advisor at Westland Insurance, the Sitka Law Group for your real estate, wills and estates, corporate and personal injury needs, and Silhouette Home Inspections with Pierre Beauvais. If you need help or direction in your real estate transaction, whether you're selling or not, just need new stuff around your house, you can always reach out to any of the whole Home Show team members. They would love to hear from you. You can get their contact information by visiting cfax1070.com. Uh, go to shows and there you'll find us, the whole Home Show with me, Tony Joe. Or just reach out to me, Google I, any of the team members or myself. You'll find us. We love hearing from you all every week as we do. Uh, we are, of course, having a conversation with uh, Pierre Beauvais. He is Silhouette Home Inspections. Talking about some really important things to know, Pierre. Again, thanks for coming back. No, oh, that's uh, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Um, we were talking before the break about uh, he dehumidistats, bathroom yes. fans running, uh, yes. taking uh, moisture uh, air out of the home. Uh, you, you brought up the thing about the kettle on the wood stove, which I have never thought about before, but I, I do see that all the time. I just yeah. thought people were boiling water, you know? <laughs> well, uh, yeah, that would be an efficient way to boil water, I suppose. It, it's, it, to put, it's to help put uh, moisture in the air because oh. uh, some people are sensitive to dry air, right? Yeah. Yeah, which, you know, I mean, when we go up to Mount Washington, you go skiing, you know, that's when you're, the lips start getting chapped, and that's oh, yeah, the dry well, that, air, well, right? That's the, well, it's the cool air, and the cool air holds less moisture. So the cooler the air, the, the drier it'll be. And, uh, yeah, you see it as chapped lips when you're yeah. up there skiing. Oh, my goodness. Okay, yeah. the other thing that, that you touched on is the uh, HRV uh, or ERV. So the, mm -hmm. the um, people would be accustomed to seeing this. There's probably a box in the garage or whatever with ducks sticking out of it. It could be hidden sometimes, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah. usually they're going to be either in a basement. I've seen them in attics. Um, but typically, uh, they'll be in a garage or, or somewhere like that. And yeah. there's there's additional duct work uh, in the house. It moves air along. Typically, there's like a filter that needs to be uh, cleaned every once in a while, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, probably, I would say, every three months, that filter. Um, keep in mind that that, uh, that fan that is in the HRV is going to be running continuously. So it's always filtering the air. It's always bringing fresh air from the outside, and it's always exhausting uh, stale air from the home. So, um, you know, if you've got pets and just regular dust, I mean, it does get uh, it does need servicing for sure. And this is one of those things I I remember in the old days when um, you ever see those R two thousand homes? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they they were building these homes and they were so sealed up there was no air movement, right? Uh, the, yeah, I mean, they, a lot of it too was insulation uh, values. They had double walls. A lot of those. Homes. Yeah. 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 Those, no. And then, and then that's kind of what we're going uh, back towards too, with, uh, with the new step codes, uh, coming up, uh, with these passive homes, right. Uh, kind of a yeah. net zero 
uh, efficient home. So that's yeah. it's kind of interesting stuff for sure. Oh um, my, it's technology, right? Building know, technology. Great. Yeah, no, but it's, so we were talking. Yeah, I mean, there, there's one thing is to add add uh, moisture, which which the kettle can do that. But sometimes we're even adding moisture that we don't necessarily know, and we don't really, you know, and we need to know how much moisture we're, we're maybe adding, uh, and to balance it off with uh, with proper ventilation. So. Mm -hmm. um, hey, let's let's talk about the damage that moisture can do in a home. So excess yeah. moisture, excess moisture can yeah. Let's let's talk about that. <laughs> because for for instance, you know, you 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 started off by talking about windows, and mm -hmm. it's not just droplets on windows, but we know it because we see homes where either the windows, the window frames, or the runners the windows are in are mm -hmm. uh, mildewy. There's mildew all over the place. That's a sign, right? Well, yeah, that, uh, that's continuous, uh, that's continuous condensation that's not being managed properly. Um, and, and so a lot of times we'll see that damage. And, and you know, sometimes you, often you'll just hear, well, that's just condensation. That's just condensation. Well, it is condensation, but don't forget condensation is in fact water. <laughs> so yeah. you're basically saying, well, it's just water damage. Well, there's no such thing as just water damage. <laughs> it is water damage. So um, yeah, I mean, excess condensation can be caused by not ventilating properly. Uh, if you have, uh, say, um, and, and I've seen this too, you, you know, there was a home that I was in about a year ago and they had a really, really large, quite a beautiful aquarium. Um, but that's basically, you know, a big, a, a lot of water that can, that does evaporate over time. Um, and so what I ended up seeing in that particular case was in the attic because it was an older home. It didn't have a vapor barrier on the ceiling. And so that, uh, that vape, that evaporation was actually getting diffused through the ceiling and condensing on the sheathing. And that actually, I, I ended up actually seeing quite a bit of organic growth, um, in, in that attic. So, um, and, and that's, lot, and that's not to mention what is in the air, right? I guess. Well, yeah. And I mean, we see, and we get that all the time too, where you'll, you'll go into, and typically it's not always suites, but typically there's suites, basement suites where you walk in and it kind of feels like you're in Hawaii. You know, it's like, it's a real kind yes, of hum musty. humid, musty, yeah. maybe, maybe musty, but very humid. And you kind of look around and you go, okay, we've got definitely some um, high elevated uh, humidity levels here. So um, maybe the dryer fan isn't, or the dryer isn't properly, um, hasn't been cleaned out. Maybe it's exhausting into the home. Um, same with the bathroom. Maybe the, uh, the kitchen hood fan is just recirculating type. So um, all these things can definitely add moisture. Um, you don't need an HRV. HRVs are great, uh, but you don't need one. You can actually just crack your window open um, run your bathroom exhaust, make sure that your bathroom exhaust is in fact ducted to the exterior. Um, there's, you know, there's, there are ways like that, that you can certainly control the levels. Um, and talking about heat, when we first, when you, when we first started the show, you're saying you were in that home yep. uh, and you could smell it mildew. If you're going to keep areas of your home cooler because you're not occupying them, Make sure that you have nothing against the walls or in the closets that are against an exterior wall. So um, if you have a dresser or something like that, or a bed, anything like that, it's always a good idea to have, um, you know, a good four inches clearance between that exterior wall and uh, whatever you're storing, boxes, suitcases, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. um, because if you don't have that air movement, 
And then that wall is going to be quite cool. And the dew point on that wall is going to be quite high. And so it doesn't take much for uh, basically the, the moisture then to condense on that surface. And then that's where you get the mildew. That's where you get the little uh, black oh. spots growing. Oh, and the other one that we see often too, and I think it's normally like in a teenager's room or something, mm -hmm. when they have when they have the mattress tucked right into the corner, like yeah. wall to wall, and okay. then when they move out, there's yeah. the, like a black spot, like that's where it grows, right? Uh, yeah, but where you, that's right because there's no there's not enough there's no heat getting to that wall, um, and so that 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 cool surface uh, is basically the dew point on that cool surface is at a point where uh, it's allowing the, the moisture um, to, to condense on that surface. And then that's how you get mold. Yeah. Yeah. So you have some good, uh, good airflow there. Yeah. You definitely want to pull any, any kind of storage away from exterior walls. So you can put it against interior walls to, to your liking, but when you're up talking about exterior walls, I uh, definitely want to leave a little, little air gap. Yeah. The nose test often works. Like when you, when you walk in and there's a smell, like, um, yeah, yeah, it does. And, and in some people, it's more than that. Some people actually have difficulty breathing. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes people just, their eyes will start watering or, or they'll just feel it in their chest. Um, you know, that's, uh, it's, yeah, it's not, a, it's, I mean, there's mold everywhere. Let's, let's make sure that we get that straight. There's mold absolutely everywhere there's um, hundreds if not thousands of different kind of molds but um there's there's molds that are unhealthy um that can be lurking in the house so yeah. we as we, we as home inspectors we're not inspecting for molds so and this is actually something that i want to bring up is we get a lot of uh clients that'll ask us you know um because on, on our on our agreements it will say uh, that we're not inspecting for mold um and that just simply means that we're not testing it. We're not doing any destructive testing. We're not opening up the walls. We're not taking anything to the labs. But if we see anything that looks like it could be organic growth, we're going to let you know. You know, yeah. we're going to we're going to flag it. We're going to say get that looked at. Um, there's a bring it up to the next level, right? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So um, listen, we've got to uh, just take our last break for the day. Here, we're here with Pierre Beauvais, uh, talking about stuff you got to know about your house. Pierre, as always, people need to reach you. Uh, your website, right? Yeah, uh, it's uh, silhouetteinspections.com and or you can actually phone me and text me. Um, love to hear from you guys. It's 778-922-4646. I love helping out when I can. So Yeah, and of course, your contact information is on our uh, webpage on the CFAX 1070 site as well too. Just need to take our breaker. We'll be back in just a moment. This is The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Hey there, everyone. It's me, Tony Joe, and here we are again with the Whole Home Show. We are having a conversation today with Pierre Beauvais from Silhouette Home Inspections, talking about stuff around uh, the home. You know, it's really got me just thinking about, uh, for us as real estate people, we get to see some really interesting houses, and sometimes the house is perfect in many ways, and you know, the buyer just walks in and says, it doesn't feel right. We're like, what are you talking about? Like it's it checks all the boxes, it's got everything you need, everything you want. Yeah. It's, you know, is it the air? Is it, um, you know, we're talking about moisture today, right, Pierre? Mm -hmm. yeah. um, uh, all of these things, you know, not to mention, of course, health. Uh, we know that there are people, clients that have um, certain heightened health concerns and air quality is so important. That's the reason why we've moved towards in today's construction uh, today's construction codes and everything, the importance of air movement and, and ventilation. Uh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's super important. 
um, and condensation and ventilation is so closely related. I think they'd be cousins, really. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, you, you'd need, uh, yeah, you, you just definitely want to have homes uh, properly balanced, properly ventilated. Um, and if you're in an older home, um, you know, you're not going to have that HRV, but you're certainly going to have a, a bathroom exhaust fan. And if you don't, uh, definitely consider it and make sure that it's, it's vented to the exterior. Make sure that you have your um, kitchen hood fan. Make sure it is vented to the exterior. Cooking um, is a huge amount of moisture that you're producing when you're boiling water. So um, I've even heard of uh, a way to, to kind of um, minimize moisture is when you are boiling water is to keep it covered. That's going to yeah. help keep the moisture levels a little lower. Like, you know, if you didn't have a, a fan, if you're in an older home, um, hanging clothes. I know a lot of people do that too in the home. That is a, a huge contributing uh, moisture factor as well. So be mindful of that. Um, not going to be much of an issue in the summer, but in the winter, in the heating season, um, it's a good idea to have those windows cracked a little bit open during the day when it's warmer out and um, just get a draft going there just to exchange some air, bring in yeah. some cool, drier air. Speaking of drafts, we mm -hmm. talked about this before I hit record uh, a little bit earlier. This whole notion of, you know, rooms in the house that aren't being used. People have the habit, especially, and you mentioned earlier, uh, heating costs. People are concerned about heating costs. So it's like, if I'm not using the basement, if I'm not using, you know, a couple of rooms, in the, even in a condo, right? If I'm not using the other room, they yeah. turn the heat all the way off. Yes. And this is not a good thing either, Right. Well, it can it can invite uh, you know it can invite some situations that wouldn't uh, wouldn't be desirable. So um, if you're going to, I, I would recommend leaving you know maybe a, a thermostat to 15 degrees rather than off. Again, you're going to pull storage off of the uh, exterior of the walls to make sure that um, it's not uh, trapping and any air in between and, and and inviting any any growth, any organic growth. So yeah, yeah, it's super important. Yeah, I, 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 and and you know where I'm getting to with that whole turning the heat off in in one area and the other is, you know, you feel it in the house like there is that draft, that whole the rush from cold heat to cold, um, cold room to hot, and yeah, it, 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 yeah. You just want to make sure too that the money that you're saving and turning the heat, you know, down or off, it isn't on the other spectrum causing an issue like a health issue. Right. Yeah. So um, I, I, I would I would make sure to and that's why it's so important. We, I keep talking about this, but it's so important to get up into your attics and make sure that uh, those fans are exhausting outside because we see a lot. I would say, Tony, probably 50 percent of the time, those those exhaust fans um, aren't properly ventilated and they're just dumping the air into the attic. So in, in the past, you and I have talked about this and on air and yeah. I've said I've never been up in my attic. So, yeah. you know, I could be guilty of this as well. Nobody does. Nobody goes up there. And if you don't know, you know, you, you assume everything's fine. Yeah. Um, Hire a home inspector. <laughs> oh, there you go. Right. That's what, that's what we do. That's what we do. We, we look for things like that. So that, well, that, I, I I had um I had on the program uh some time ago now the guys from Victoria Pest Control because I heard some noises up in the attic that I thought could have been you know critters right yeah, yeah. um so when he he uh we had a program and he was coming up and having a look and we're going up there in a regular so I have since been up in my attic and I'm happy to report that my uh, exhaust vents they are all good so they have not fallen off and that's good that's news. That is really good news. Now, can I ask you what, what was the noise that you were hearing? A <laughs> uh, bird. 
Oh, so, no. yeah, yeah. So, so there, it was birds and the other one too, which is kind of weird. Cause I mean, you can, you can sort of see my, my, my office is over the garage mm -hmm. and I would occasionally hear noise uh, up on the roof. No evidence at all. Best, best we could tell is uh, maybe a squirrel or something running across the roof. But it sounds that. like it's in the house, it, but it's yeah, not. Yeah. Sometimes uh, birds too, their talons, you can hear it. Or, yeah. or, if or if they're trying to open a nut or something like that, yeah, you can really hear it. Yeah, as far as, it, as much as we were trying to find critters, we couldn't find any. But uh, but again, folks, again, where we're getting to is get up into the attic, check it out, make sure that you're exhaust fed because it introduces a lot of moisture into the attic, right? It, it does, yeah. Um, and if your attic is properly ventilated, then you, you, you probably are going to be dodging a bullet um, in that if it's not vented to the exterior and you have adequate uh, attic ventilation in itself, um, it may just manage itself. But still, if if the if the attic ventilation is not quite up to where it should be, then you can elevate those moisture levels in the attic so high as that they do. You get that condensation on the sheathing, which can turn into organic growth, which then becomes unhealthy. And um, we know that that air can also travel back through into the home where you're living. Yeah. So, yeah. so important. We had one, I, I will never forget long time ago. It was a bathroom duct and it was one of those flexible ones, but it was a long length. Mm -hmm. And I guess what had happened over time is the moisture that built up in that duct caused some extra weight. So it was sagging. Yes. And then it, and that's what popped the duct off of the, the roof, uh, the roof exhaust, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, we see that all the time. And that is for the simple reason of why exhaust ducts need to be insulated in uh, cold spaces like that. So they, you'll hear fancy words like unconditioned spaces. Well, that's just a cold area An unconditioned yep. area is an area that's not heated, yep. um, which is your attic. Um, not too many people heat their attics. <laughs> uh, and so that unconditioned space needs to have insulation wrapped around that ducting so that that warm, moist air does not condense and cause water uh, to accumulate in that pipe, which can basically uh, go moldy in itself and or it can cause uh, weight. And uh, that extra weight will then um, pull down and, and can disconnect from the from the roof jack. Um, well, I, I, we have the pleasure of having a preteen in the house right now. I notice he's taking these half hour long showers. The, uh, the, yeah. good, the good news is the kids are smart. They put the fans on. In fact, yeah. we have timers in our fans. So... I was just going to talk about this yeah. uh, for those listeners that are like, well, I don't have the HRV, but, uh, and I don't have the humidistat. A timer is probably your next best thing is, and not, we're not talking a 15 minute timer. We're talking like a 60 minute timer. So yeah. get, get a good exhaust fan installed. They're not that expensive. Make sure it's, it's a good quality. It's moving a lot of air. And, and they're the often new, quiet the, nowadays. Too. I was going to say the newer ones are really, really quiet. You can hardly hear them and then get a 60 minute, uh, count, you know, digital, uh, quiet countdown timer. So after your shower, you just uh, push 60 minutes. Um, I've got them in my house. They work great. And, um, I don't have a HRV, but we, uh, you know, we've got a good hood fan. We have um, countdown timers and uh, our house uh, is, is healthy. We actually have a wood stove. So I know for a fact. That you got that have, kettle on your wood stove. We don't have, the, <laughs> okay. we don't have the kettle, um, but you know, just enough, enough with the windows open a little bit. Uh, Cause it gets hot. Right. Nice. And, uh, and also um, 
and just daily cooking. Yeah, no, it's it's not an issue for us. Well, so with these timers, so folks, uh, listen, we're not in the 70s anymore. So it doesn't have to be one of those turn, you know, those, That's uh, those mechanical ones. The mechanical are, ones. Yeah. Yeah, no, then, the, one, the ones we have are the digital ones. So it's got like the 15 minute, 20 minutes, uh, <laughs> you know, 45, 60 minute and the kids are good at that and they use them. They, they know it's awesome because the other thing that we see in people's houses, um, and particularly in older houses, you know, those sort of forties, fifties vintage with the smaller bathrooms, they didn't have fans back then. And yeah. what happens is in a small confined space, the moisture and the paint starts peeling off the ceiling or it gets discolored. Right. Yeah, yeah, it can. Yeah. And that's probably because there's no vapor barriers uh, in, in those uh, older homes. So you're getting that moisture uh, as a as a gas as a vapor that's it's actually diffusing through going past um, and causing that damage. Yeah. So definitely um, worth getting an electrician to get uh, you know a, a hood a bathroom exhaust fan installed with a countdown timer at a minimum. Um, a humidistat would be a good addition as well. They're not that much more expensive to add in in parallel with it. Oh, yeah. And when you get that electrician there because they're looking for things to do, uh, make sure they update the GF, uh, GFCIs, right? The, the GFCIs. Yeah, absolutely. Those are uh, the ground are like fault circuit indicators, right? Interruption. Interruption. Thank you. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah that's, yes, that's your realm. That's right. The electrical. In, in my old life, yes, I used to do a little bit of electrical work. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, you definitely want uh, ground fault protection. Um, kitchens, uh, laundry rooms, bathrooms outside. Um, everywhere that uh, that you're going to be uh, potentially the uh, the path of least resistance and but the uh, point is those things don't last forever right because they fail over time they, do they not they can yeah you're supposed to test them monthly right there's even a little oh, uh, who tests little... those monthly well tony you're supposed to oh. you know? <laughs> <laughs> i know i know but uh yeah you should test, uh, push the little red button and make sure that it does trip off if it doesn't you need a new uh ground fault uh, receptacle so um those little test buttons are there for a reason yeah. um no th that's a really good point and, and if you still got that electrician there and you want to you know get a few things done make sure that your smoke detectors are oh. you know are, are are working and and more that they're working make sure they're not outdated um if you've got a garage that's attached to your house or you've got gas to the house or you've got a wood stove make sure you have carbon monoxide detection um, I think I may have mentioned this last time now that we're in this storm season, a lot of people using generators, um, which are, which are good. They're great, but you know, some people are putting it maybe a little bit too close to a doorway or a window and you can get uh, carbon monoxide that makes its way back and you hear about it and it's awful to hear about, but, um, you need carbon monoxide detection yeah. to help prevent uh, a bad situation. Yeah. So many things to know. And, and again, as a reminder, the house is a, I mean, it's just a bunch of systems, systems in the house, and they all mm -hmm. need attention. Um, it, it is so important. People forget, you know, we ask the questions. We go, when's the last time you got your drains clean? Oh, I've never done it. I've been yeah. here 15. They haven't needed to be clean. That's what the answer usually is. Well, okay. Yeah. And, and that's, you know, rightfully so, because they don't, it's one of those systems that you don't see. Yeah, um, but it, get it done before you, yeah. <laughs> you need to get done. Right? Yeah, and especially if you have trees surrounding your property, I mean, there's going to be debris that's getting down, and and if it's an older home, yeah. uh, it's going to need a flush for sure. It need to happen. Well, yeah. Pierre, always great to have you here again. Pierre Beauvais from Silhouette Home Inspections. Uh, website again, Pierre. It's uh, www.silhouetteinspections.com. And phone number. 
is 778-922-4646. Thanks, Pierre. Uh, and to the rest of our listeners, we'll be here for you this time next week.